Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey, Waiting Warriors! Welcome to the first episode of March. I'm really excited. I like these first episodes of the month. It's kind of fun for me to get on here and talk about things that I think are important and I want to share with you guys. Um, it's I love the interviews. I love learning from them. Um, but it's also fun because as I've been interacting with everybody on Instagram and Facebook, it's fun to have things that I want to talk about and I want to keep sharing with you guys because I want to help you. So March is marches. March. How would you say that? What's the plural of March or the possess- possessive thing of March? You guys know what I'm saying though. March's theme um, for Instagram and Facebook is going to be all about Um, small and simple things that we can do to strengthen family bonds. So I have a lot of things I'm going to be sharing about couples relationships um, and a ton about parent-kid. There have been some things that we have done over the last six years with our girls, particularly the last year, as we've gotten really intentional with our kids, preparing them for active duty life and the big move that we just did to get here to Fort Campbell. And my husband has come up with things that have been brilliant. Um, So I'm gonna be sharing all of those things. And then I have found some really, really awesome products that I think make life easier to do this connection, strengthening bond thing that I'll be sharing as well. So make sure you are over there on Instagram and Facebook. I'm the waiting warrior, just like the podcast, but no S. So go over there. But over there, we're going to be talking about all different kinds of things to strengthen all family bonds. Today's episode, though, I want to talk about the couple relationship. And with Instagram and here, I want you guys um, to think, because I know we have a varying kind of listeners. Some people are just dating. Some people are married, no kids. Some people have six kids. Like it's, there's a varying degree. No matter what the tip is though, something that I have learned and I learned it about six, maybe eight months ago. And it has been a really, really big game changer for me progressing as an individual and becoming a better wife and mom is that no matter what you hear, Instead of tuning it out because the general basis that the person talking doesn't apply to you, think how can this apply to me? To get you have to get creative a little bit and adapt a little bit, but find ways to make it work for you. And I know that everything I share that can be done, and especially with this. Um, so even if you don't have struggles with this, that's awesome. Give yourself a pat on the back for the things that you are doing right. But also just recognize that like no marriage, no relationship is going to be perfect. So there are always things we can improve. So with today's episode, I want to talk about 
communication. And I want to talk about taking time to understand your spouse because I have learned in the last seven years of marriage that you really show that you cherish your loved one by actually taking time to understand them. And I'm not talking about knowing their favorite sports team or their favorite cookie, although those things are really important and it's fun to have them come home to warm baked cookies and it be their favorite cookie and you did it on purpose and be intentional or to talk about them, talk with them about their favorite sports team because I have to be honest, I need to be honest with you guys. March is, um, you know, for the Waiting Warriors, it's all about strengthening small bonds or strengthening our bonds. Um, but in our family, March is all about basketball. <laughs> It is all about basketball. We are having so much basketball turned on, and it's awesome, especially because our kids love it, and it's something that we do as a family together. So full disclosure, the second focus of my life will be doing small and simple things to strengthen bonds because we are going to be focused on basketball. So um, we're going to be talking about communication, and this is going to work for everybody because it's about the couple's relationship and we know that it has to start there. Like a happy family doesn't happen without a happy marriage and a happy relationship. And the reason I'm talking about this today, this particular thing, is because it honestly has been the the point in my marriage that I have needed to grow the most. This is not my strong point. This is one of my biggest weaknesses. But over the last seven years, thinking about day one to, I don't even know what day it is, but we're almost seven years. Next month will be seven years of marriage. Um, As I've improved, I have seen a huge difference in the way that I feel and love for my husband and the way that he can feel that love for me and the difference that it's made and how we talk to each other, and how we understand each other, and where we've been able to go in that relationship. And, you know, this will be something, again, full disclosure, I'm not coming at this to you guys as somebody who's perfect at it, but somebody who is trying, um, because I I know where I want to be in the next seven years, and this is something we can all work on. So, it's important to take time to understand our spouse or our loved one, and I've kind of boiled it down to three three key things that we can do in our communication that can help us do that. And you guys may have heard this before. Don't tune out though, because I hope that you guys, again, can just be thinking, yes, if I've heard this a million times, pat yourself on the back for the things you are doing well, and then just be honest with yourself about the things that you need to improve on. So while you're listening, be thinking of that, because we, we want strong relationships. So the first one, is that you need to take a deep breath. The second one is you have to put your pride down. And the third one is to ask clarifying questions. Clarify, clarify, clarify. So with the first one, taking a deep breath, this is so funny because when I got married, I thought I was a very patient person. I thought that I would have no problem talking with my spouse about things. But then I very quickly learned that I don't like confrontation at all. And when there is 
a lack of understanding between the two of us, it really frustrates me for some reason. I just get very bugged internally and I can feel it in my body, just this tension building up because it bugs me that we love each other so much. We are very similar in so many ways and it bugs me when something comes up that we don't agree on or really it's that I, most of the time it's that we're just talking about it differently and we don't understand each other. And that really frustrates me. It's important though to take that deep breath because you need to be able to have a conversation with your loved one and it not always turn into an argument. There's a difference. And I know there's a difference between fighting and having an argument. And it's and I don't mean that you can't have an argument in that you are disagreeing with each other. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you need to be able to talk to each other and have a conversation without getting defensive and all that kind of stuff. So you might just literally need to take a breath. That is that is honestly what I have to do because I feel it in my body. I can feel myself getting tense. I can feel this angst building up. And there are often times where I have to just stop or even while he is talking and to just take really deep breaths. That may sound so silly to some people, but others, I think you understand what I'm saying is it's, it's just this buildup in our body and it's not going to release until you release it. So take that deep breath and remember more than anything with every, every silly thing, whether it's, you know, people laugh all the time about toilet paper or the way you squeeze your toothpaste to a problem with the army and that he's going to have to go for however long or he's going to have to not have his day off that was planned and work a solid month without a day off. And that's frustrating. It's you two as a couple versus the world, not you versus him between this problem. Whether it is that he has to work, it's not him versus you. It is you two versus the world or the problem. Because that mindset is really important because it changes the perspective on what you're thinking about them and the things that you're assuming that they, um, that they value and that they put. Because I know it's really easy to think, well, if he cared, then he wouldn't let this happen because it must just be that he doesn't care about the family or me as much as he cares about the job. Don't ever assume those type of things. Don't ever assume that he wants to leave, that he doesn't want to be around, that he wants to, I mean, whatever the problem is, that he he's maliciously putting the toilet paper roll the wrong way. Like don't don't assume the worst of your loved one. Because when we assume that that's we're pitting one another against each other. So don't assume the worst of each other. And just remember, it's us versus the world. No matter what, always check your thoughts and your assumptions with that primary base. It's us versus the world. And one piece of advice that I've heard a lot, um, you know, Austin and I have a background in marriage and family. He actually got his bachelor's in marriage and family. So we have some education 
my um this college I went to like you didn't necessarily have to mine have a minor you could have what were called clusters and so instead of having a big minor I had two clusters and one of my clusters was in family and marriage um marriage and family that's the right wording but so I took all these classes and again I'm not coming at you from I'm this professional I'm not I took these classes because I wanted a good marriage and I know all these things, but I will fully admit that I don't always do them. It's really hard to do them. But um, in all of those conversations, so many classes, there was always this big debate on whether you should walk away from a conversation if it's heated. Um, like the advice that people sometimes always give at uh, wedding parties or whatever is never go to bed angry and that's actually a disputed fact amongst professionals and all that kind of stuff but um I personally think that you don't have to stay up until you uh settle the fire to, per se um because for me sometimes I get really angry and I need the time to settle down I need the time to collect my thoughts I'm not um I need the time to process and that's me personally. So that's why I don't say to people ever, um, don't ever go to bed angry. I think it's okay to take that breath and, and have that space to think instead of just getting angry at each other. But the one thing I have learned again from my own mistakes is if you do need to walk away, you have to come back to it. Do not let it simmer do not let it get awkward well it's going to get awkward I think we can all agree on that it gets awkward and uncomfortable because are we going to talk about this elephant in the room are we not it's yes you need to talk about the elephant in the room for Austin and I sometimes we have to literally set a, t a day and a time that we're going to talk about it it's not oh it's not just the next time we're with each other especially with this job that we have, it's hard to do that. You can't just decide that that's what you're going to talk about during breakfast because sometimes breakfast doesn't happen. Sometimes breakfast is only five minutes long. Sometimes it is an hour long and there's that luxury, but most of the time that's not the case. So we get very intentional about it. We look at our calendars. It sounds so dorky to say, but we set the date and the time that we're going to talk about it because we don't want it to not get talked about and then something come up and get triggered and it be an even bigger argument because we never kind of talked about it and understood each other the first time. So you can't walk away, but you have to set a time to come back to it. The second thing is to put your pride down. This is so hard. This is so hard. It is so hard as a parent. It is so hard as a spouse, but it's probably the most important. And if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen a few weeks ago, like one or one week ago, um, I was talking about this woman that I really like to follow. She has an amazing podcast called Awesome with Allison. And she, her whole business is about making people feel more awesome. And with that, she had this whole workbook, like a few worksheets, not like a 20 page workbook, but just a few worksheets 
to help you set your goals and intentions for the month. And it on like it's it's not like anything I've ever seen before. And one of the last things she talks about is she helps you set up um, mindset thoughts for each aspect of your life that you will be able to tell yourself or read throughout the year that will help you get back to get back on track with your goals and kind of help you stay focused, if that makes sense. And one of mine with my family is my my mindset thought or whatever you want to call it. The thought that I um, have written down to help me remember is that they are worth putting my pride down. And as a mother, that means a lot. And as a spouse, that means even more. Because really, I mean, they are worth it. We, we love our warriors. We love our warriors so much. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this. Um, and it's really important to remember how much we love them and why we love them. Because then in the frustration parts, it just doesn't have to get lost. Because when we remember that we love somebody and how much we love somebody, then we remember that they're worth not being right about. Which reminds me of something my brother, one of my older brothers, Sean, he said, and I can't remember if he said it at my wedding or at my sister's. And my sister got married in December and then we got married the following April. So it was close. So I can't remember which one he said it at. Um, but it was like a gathering and I have never forgotten this for the last seven years, but he said that, um, you need to decide if you want to be right or if you want to be happy, which has just stuck with me so many, all these years, because it's so true is do we want to be right or do we want to be happy? Because we can fight to the nail to prove ourselves you know, quote unquote, right. But what does that do? All that does is beat down the other person. All that does is damage the relationship that we have with our warriors. And it just, it doesn't build anybody up. It doesn't bring us together anymore if we're pitted against each other. And the funny thing about all of that, something that Austin and I have discovered and um, he learned a lot more about it in his bachelor's degree than I did, but I know I had a few teachers bring it up and we always try to remind each other. And again, he's way better than me (laughs) about it is that there is normally not a right or a wrong way to anything. There are very few things that, especially that like a couple argues about where there's a right or a wrong. There are rights and wrongs in the world But whether with it's how you're going to run your marriage, how you're going to be parents, how you're going to be a waiting warrior and a warrior family, how you are going to approach uh, the graveyard shift, how you're going to approach fire season, there's not really a right or wrong. It's just how are you, how does it best work for you as a couple and then as a family? And that's, it's just so important because I know I have the tendency to think, no, my way is right. There's a reason why I do it my way. With a lot of things, I've been doing it my way for now 27 years. And why wouldn't I be doing it 
this way unless I thought it was the right way. But now you're working together with some other person and it's not all about you. It's not about what works best just for you. It's about what works best for you two as a, as a couple, as a unit. Because again, it's you two versus the world. The last point is to ask clarifying questions. And it will be completely honest. This is my least favorite. This is my absolute least favorite. I am a very um, technical person. I'm a very, uh, what's the right word? Like, like in a lot of ways in my life, I am a very efficient person. And I try to find what is the most efficient thing. One thing my mom and dad always told us that I remember growing up, um, I think it was like my mom's dad who always said it. But my parents always said, work smarter, not harder. And that's kind of what I've, I have taken in as my life's mantra is to work smarter, not harder. And I try to do that in all aspects of life. But when it comes to communication, um, there isn't always an efficient route or efficiency isn't the most important thing. Efficiency is very important in a lot of ways and a lot of aspects of life. But I have learned the very, very hard way that it is not the most important thing in communication, especially if you are married to my husband who likes to talk a lot and say the same thing over and over again but in different ways. So for me, this is frustrating like to my efficient, minimalist core is like, why am I going to ask the same question over and over again? And it's still really hard, but as I've gotten better at it, um, and as Austin and I have talked about it and kind of he's come over more from his just talking in circles about things. And I've come more from my, I'm going to say one sentence and that should be enough for you to understand what I'm saying or meeting in the middle ground. So with asking clarification for clarification, sorry, um, you need to be patient and kind of connected with the pride thing is you have to stop assuming because even after years of being married, um, seven years, which I know is like nothing compared to so many other people. Like my grandparents were married for 60 plus years and my parents have been married for many, many years. Um, I know we're still like young and I, I really don't want to be coming across as I'm an expert at this at all. But even after the years of marriage, just two weeks ago, Austin and I were having this conversation. I can't even remember what it was about. It wasn't about anything life-altering or anything, um, but it was really hurtful to Austin that I kept on assuming that I knew what he was talking about. And then I knew where he was coming from and what he was trying to say. And I was, um, I wasn't asking those questions. I was just assuming that 
I knew him so well and I knew what he was talking about. And it was very frustrating for him because he didn't feel like I cared enough about him to try and understand him better. And that's not what we want to do as loved ones. At least I would hope that's not what you want to do. Um, Because like I said before, that is not showing that we love them. That's the opposite of cherishing them. Because if we cherish them, then we would try to understand them. And we can't ever let our assumptions go before them. The, but, but we do have to be patient. Because sometimes it takes a long time. It will be... Um, the, way, the way this looks often for Austin and I, and the way that we were taught in our classes is, and again, guys, it, I will be honest, it frustrates me because it sounds so like therapy and so, uh, you know, how the, cl- the cliche, like you go into therapy and it's like, well, how does that make you feel? Like, this is what these questions make me feel like, but for marriage therapy is, the way it works is if you're having a conversation and you're realizing that there isn't an understanding or something and somebody's getting a little frustrated, the person who needs to understand the other the other person, they say something like, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is this. And, and you kind of repeat back to them. And it's normally in different words than what they said because that's how you internalize it and how you hear it. And then they're able to say yes or no and you can go on from there. But you say that, what I'm hearing, so what you're saying is this. And often, often I have to say that to each other like four or five times. It's not a one-time thing. It's four or five times in this one topic. So don't think that it's just one. That's why I say ask, 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 ask. You are asking a lot of times, which is why it gets frustrating for me because like, no, why am I not understanding this yet? Why are you asking the same question over and over again? But it is just just for that clarifying um, aspect. The, The important part of that though is that you need to ask kindly and with kind intent. Um... I know it's very easy to get very frustrated, especially when it is something that is a stress point in your life, Um, especially when it's something to do with their schedule as a warrior, especially when it's something to do with them leaving for a long time and you don't want them to. Any time it's a stress point, um, any frustrating point with the job in particular, you need to ask kindly and you need to ask those questions with a good intent because you need to have a kind intent, a kind tone, and kind words, okay? You don't get to like be the stereotypical jerk of a wife. I'll just say it. There is that stereotype of the jerk of the wife or the nagging or anything where you say it with nice words, but it's very passive aggressive or... You know, just any of those stereotypical things. Just remember, like, kind tone, kind words, kind intent. And you really need to seek to understand first. 
not to be understood. You Because when you are listening and you are seeking to be understood first instead of understanding, what you're doing is you're listening with the intent of knowing when to insert your response instead of actually hearing what they say. And that's just like a good communication tip anywhere, but especially in marriage, you have to put them first. It's putting your pride down. It's um, not being selfish. It's having a good intent. It's showing that you cherish them. It's not that they're just this person in your life that you're roommates with. This is your loved one. You cherish them. And you have to, you can't just say, I love you. You need to show it. And this is a huge way of showing it is to not try to be understood. Don't think you're right. Put your pride down and try to understand first. So I hope this made sense. I hope this was helpful. Again, I know I've said it a million times. I really honestly am just talking about this because this has been a very big growing point and um, something that I've been working on for years and I've seen a big change in our ability to communicate calmly and lovingly and I just wanted to share that with you guys because I care so much about you. I, I really want this community to thrive and I think that starts most with how we communicate with our loved one. And just recognizing that we can show how much we love them, how much we cherish them by, by how we communicate and changing how that's done. So enjoy your week, guys. Enjoy your loved one. Try to remember these. You don't have to be perfect right away. But just try to remember to take a breath, put your pride down, and to ask, ask, ask. And not assume anything. Because you know what happens when we assume right? Don't have to say it because you know. But I really, really am so appreciative of you guys. Oh, and oh, 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 I almost forgot to share. So I've been meaning to start this for a while now, but with March, I want to share our sharing, or I want to start, not share, I want to start our Waiting Warriors sharing Bonanza, Palooza, all those fun words that just get me excited. We, um, what we're going to do is if you take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast or take a picture of you listening to the podcast, tag me, again, The Waiting Warrior, um, on Instagram stories, in a post, share what your takeaway was, anything with that talking about the podcast in Instagram or Facebook and a post or a story, make sure you tag me though. Otherwise I won't see it. I won't have any way of seeing it. And then each month we're um, going to pick a few or each week, each week or each month, we're going to pick a few winners and we're going to send out some happy mail and Starbucks gift cards, which is awesome because if you have not had, I mean, everybody has their favorite Starbucks drink, but I don't even drink coffee. But if you haven't had a double chocolate chip frappuccino, it's basically just a massively delicious milkshake. 
but like a little bit more icy, awesome chocolateness with the whipped cream. You know you want it. It's so good. So good. So we're going to be sending out some Happy Mail and some Starbucks gift cards. Just make sure you can screenshot um, listening to the podcast. Take a picture of you listening to the podcast. Or just post your favorite takeaway from any episode. It can be any episode that's ever been aired. Tag me, though. The Waiting Warrior. And we'll start sending out some goodies. So then, because who doesn't want some goodies? Goodies are fun. Again, guys, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully this helps. Let me know what you guys think. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Ladies, I think we've all experienced the trip down the makeup aisles having no clue what color we should buy. Should we match it to our neck, our wrist? Who knows? Or still doing the makeup we were taught when we were 14, but now we're grown adults, right? Am I the only one? (laughs) Well, no more. A big way I actually fund this podcast and provide all the goodies here is by being a mascara beauty artist. Basically, all that means is I get to talk to women like you about makeup and help them figure out what they need and how to highlight their beauty. So if you want an upgrade to your look or want to get a fresh face in just a few minutes every day, let me help you. You can check out these products at michelleb.mascarabeauty.com. That's M-A-S-K-C-A-R-A. Or if you follow me on social media, just message me. And hey, if you're super happy with your makeup routine, no worries. I just want to be here to help those who are wanting a little something something to highlight their beauty.